Taylor Smith. And I'm Jenny Smith. And this is Worth Playing For, the Survivor Podcast. I don't know why I feel the need to say that. People already know what this is. But, um, all right. We've got so much stuff to get into. This was uh, a very eventful episode. Yep. Uh, I was glancing at the AV Club, and they said it is the best episode of the season. I'm trying to think if that's true. Hmm. There's a, there is a lot going on. Um, and I guess we'll go ahead and start with, uh, you know, the, the bad news. Yeah. As the, as the episode did. did. Uh, yeah. So last week they had said someone's going to be pulled for the game. We, you know, understandably assumed it, that it was for a medical situation. Uh, but it, in fact, it was, uh, something else that thankfully turned out well, Yeah. but was very, still uh, sad, still sad, you know, um, I feel like, so Terry had to leave because his son was in the hospital and as it turns out, needed a heart transplant, which is, cause his son is fairly young. That's crazy, crazy to think about. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Um, do you know why I he don't. needed a transplant? Okay. I don't. I'm after this, I'll, I'll look into it and, and, and see, but, uh, but yeah, it's still such an odd development and I feel bad for Terry. I mean, we've spoken about like not being big fans of his, sure. but that's no reason to, I don't wish him out of the game. Right. For that reason. Right. Cause that leaves you so unsatisfied. Yeah. Um, because you start to be, and of course, if you're him now, obviously it's not a medical thing. It's not him leaving like, Oh, if only this and this had happened, it's, I got to go see my son. I need to make sure he's okay. He is okay. All right. We're good. Yeah. But even Cass said that's worse than being medevaced. Which I yeah. think is true. You know, your body gives out. That's one way yeah. that you yourself have not been able to outwit, outlast, and outplay people. But to be yanked out for extenuating circumstances yeah. that are not you, that's rough. And the medical thing, it's still a part of the game. It's not a foreseeable part, but yeah. that is, it's an expected part of the game. Whereas sure. this is just real life intruding on the game, which exactly. is very rare. Um, I think this is only the second time that sort of thing has happened. Yeah, Jenna the f- left the yeah, game she to left, be with her mom. Yeah, who died short, very shortly thereafter. Right. So it turned out to be like the within, right call. Like within the gameplay, right? Like if she had stayed on the island and oh, not yeah. been voted out, she would have missed her mother's death. Yeah, her mom, I think, if I remember correctly, uh, when she leaves, it says Jenna's mom passed away eight days later. Oh, yeah. I think it was eight days, but definitely within the within that the, right. the 40 days right so um so and yeah, regardless of whether that. or not she had been voted out she would have been absent for that because they keep all the players right out of the country until everyone goes back at the same time so she right. would have missed it either way yeah so is that considered quitting side note hers yeah i mean you know, like they're very much like we don't invite quitters back we don't like quitters i think given the circumstances she's already um, a winner they can't really, the survivor community cannot really turn her back yeah, on a winner. And, and also, she went home and it turned out, I think the, the argument that could have been made is that she shouldn't have gone there in the first place. Absolutely. Um, but I don't think anybody begrudges the, the validity. her leaving. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and you wind up being, as a viewer, and this sounds almost callous, but as a viewer, you wind up being kind of happy that they throw that graphic there at the end, which is, you know. Absolutely. So, because without that, you, you might feel like, eh, why did she leave? I'm sure her mom's fine. Right. You know, there, there's just, you, you would question 
yeah. the validity of it. But then when you see that, it's like, it's a good thing she left. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we feel bad for Terry, but at the same time, I could see, given the circumstances, I could see Terry being invited back. You keep talking about invited back as if they're going to just one by one bring all these second chancers back for a third chance. No, not all of them. Okay. The ones that are crowd pleasers like a Jeff Farner. Sure. And people who... How do you propose they do this? Oh, just the way they like did it with... Like those seasons when two people came back? Yeah. Like they did it with Coach and Ozzy. They did yeah. it with Russell and, and Rob. Like it's not an unheard of thing. Sure. Um, and if ever they did like a third fans versus favorites, they can bring them yeah. back. Absolutely. Pretty easily. So, um, though they are both They're getting older, older, so it would have to be sooner rather than later. Yeah. But if I'm the producer or one of the producers, I look at this season, I think like, okay, people love Varner and he left really quick. Yeah. People love Terry and look at the heartbreaking situation under which Do he left. Do people love Terry? I think so. I think, like It'd I said, you and I are very much in the, the minority. stats yeah. on who got the votes, like the most votes to come. That would be interesting. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see the data on that. You, Only yeah. thing I'm going to quote from Cass in life. Yeah. Ugh. We'll talk. Although this is the second time I've quoted her in this episode already. What was the other time? She said this is worse than being medevac. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's totally that's is. human Cass, yeah. who I actually <laughs> yeah. have a great deal more affection for. Right? The minute she to see her tear up when Terry yeah. leaves and, you know, as a mom, this has been a surprisingly emotional season. Definitely. Even for, so, so much crying or tearing up. Yeah. If you were to ask, some, if you were to ask me, hey, uh, name three people that you think are going to cry during this season. Uh, I definitely would not say Spencer, Stephen and Cass. Totally. And they and, you know, they all three of them have quite a bit. Um I'm sure it has a lot, not that they're unemotional people, but they're not, they don't play with their emotions, but I'm sure it has a lot to do with getting no sleep and sure. no food. And this is a stressful season. It really is. I would be is. so intimidated by my fellow castaways if I were on this season. And there really is, I mean, this is a thing that it's, it's a common refrain that we keep talking about episode to episode that we feel like eventually the concept of the second chance is going to fade out because like they'll hit it hard in the first few episodes and then the season will just be what it is. Sure. But it is clear the way these players are thinking and maybe yeah. they're thinking it because it is framed that way. That does tend to happen because it's already been hammered into yeah. them, but also, but they're I, not going to let it fade away. You hear the way Savage talks. You hear the way Steven talked tonight. Second, like, this is stuff that genuinely has haunted them. Yeah. And they are not going to let this get away from them. As the viewer, I think, when, when the votes were coming in for who get... These are the 32 who gets to come back. It had a lot more to do with who do we want to see again? Right. Oh, yeah, that person. That would be that would be nice. And maybe we haven't thought of them in a really long time, but they've clearly thought about Survivor a lot. No question about it, you know, and and it's yeah. Um, what I'll say is that uh, so I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll, I'll jump to Steven. OK, um, he had an interesting episode. He did not do well at the at the reward challenge and you had this interesting frustrating exchange with him and jeremy where jeremy like just really kind of lit into him. they were on the same team same tribe same yeah. page 
and Jeremy seemed to have no problems with him at the last few challenges. They were they were on the same tribe, and yet now... I think Jeremy, obviously, if he's winning, uh, he's in good shape. But at the same time, you know, whoever it is that is keeping him from winning, I think he will get frustrated with. Um, sure. You know, they won the immunity challenge, which saved us the spectacle of him talking to Kimmy, who gave up during the, you know, mm. basically just forfeited her turn during the immunity challenge. But, you know, he just silently took it during that thing. I think he shook right. his head, you know, clearly disapproval, right. but just took it. And yet he like screamed at Steven during a reward challenge. I mean, he ate that disgusting. Yeah half chicken you know not whole chicken like you haven't become a chicken yet but clearly you're a chicken yeah. within an egg thing because he was so hungry that i know people who have tried and cannot get that thing down it's disgusting but he clearly was so hungry maybe that influenced him at the reward challenge but yeah. he shamed steven so much although i'm sure if you were to ask him he would not say that because he no. had said like he said like we have confidence in you why don't you have confidence in you like i'm sure he would say he was trying to encourage him trying to inspire him yeah but, it's but just you like, don't shame and yell at someone that you have confidence in you yeah. don't actually yeah and like and honestly even if he did it with the best with the absolute best of intentions when somebody's coming back and they're apologizing if you're actually trying to inspire them, you know yeah. better better than to yell at them at that moment. Yeah. Even if you've got the most inspiring quote in the world. Um, so we see that. And then we see Steven trying to turn things to Joe, which I think is a good instinct. And we get mm -hmm. a really ex an extended confessional from him because he gets so emotional. And that's when it becomes clear that like he is friends with JT yeah. But there is no question that he looks back and thinks and just constantly says, and everybody has been asking him for years, why didn't you get rid of JT? You had to have known. And undoubtedly he did know, but just once JT starts winning immunities, like there's only so much you can do. And, and so the way he said it, he even used the word golden boy. Like I yeah. didn't get rid of the golden boy last time and it ruined my game. I mean, it was really... That was haunting. Yeah, I felt really bad for him. And and that's when you realize... And they have a little montage of him that I really liked because it seemed, on a, on its, in its own way, it seemed kind of badass. Where he talks about, like, you know, I'm not very good at immunity challenges, but I'm good at other things. And it seemed like... like, like something an assassin would say mm. um, and you see him talking with people and just trying to turn people yeah that now, montage was cool yeah and it may not come to anything but what i like from an editing standpoint yeah. i like that there's that the editors are saying yeah there's more to this game than just who wins challenges. and loses and then the ensuing scramble right yes like there's work being put in well before that yeah what was what makes this arguably the best episode of the season is that work because we saw scramble even before the immunity challenge on both yeah. sides. So we knew kind of what we were already walking into and that made the immunity challenge a lot more interesting to watch. Yeah. 
I really liked that. And it happened because they did the tribe swap, you know, and so people are trying to get used to the new dynamics. It did. That's true. It won't necessarily happen week after week. Yeah. I like that they didn't forego the reward challenge because that scrambling was happening. This is a jam packed episode. I can definitely see why they would say that it is the best episode of the season because it's so full of things. And one thing that I like, and this happened last episode as well, when we saw Kimmy emerge. Mm hmm. This episode, people that have been keeping quiet, and and Monica last episode as well. Sure. People that have been keeping quiet and kind of laying low, you suddenly see them again. And you remember like, ah, right. There's a reason that you have been brought back. Sierra, for example. Yes. Who's been, who's, you know, gone gone entire episodes without like a confessional or anything like that. Literally nothing. Because she was content to, you know, everything. She was on Winning Tribes. Everything was going well. The minute someone says, hey, let's just put her name out there. That's when we see, oh, okay. It's, it's not that she hasn't been playing the game. It's she had, like, yeah, she had to grab a torch this yeah. episode because she hasn't been to travel yeah. yet. So obviously there's not going to be a lot of confessionals, but yeah. she did emerge. This is a great episode for her. Yeah, because it's just, she's, because she's young and she seems so passive, I'm sure to somebody like a Savage or a Jeremy or whoever, it's just like, all right, she's just one of my numbers. Yeah. But it becomes very clear, and I find myself wondering if somebody like Savage, if he had watched her season, he would have known what the rest of us knew, which is she did not let Tyson dictate to her Mm -hmm. how she was going to react. It happened for a while, and then she decided, uh, this is not how you win the game. So I'm tired of this. I'm going to do my own thing. And that, and he would have known, like, you can't dictate to Sierra as though she's just anybody. Yeah. And so I like that she emerged. We saw an interesting thing, and you mentioned it while we were watching, that, like, I don't, I didn't realize, maybe the listeners did. Listeners, you're welcome to let us know. Chime in. I did not know that there was genuine animosity between Cass and and Spencer. No, I had no idea. I mean, we didn't talk about that in any of the pregame episodes. Yeah. I had no idea it was that rough. Because most people, even if they have an in-game rivalry or whatever, yes. once they get outside of it, everything's fine. Yes. Now I recognize they're back in the game, but there are people that were like enemies before and they're willing to put it aside when it's a new season. That is not And the clearly case that's hashed out between the two of them in real life and it's yeah. clear that Spencer and Cass have not spoken in yeah. real life. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, that wound up being very interesting. And, and this wound up being a strong Cass episode as well, at the very least for screen time, because we're now, you know, six episodes in, we're getting sort of the, the delivery on the promise of somebody like Sierra, like Cass. Yeah. Where, They've been laying low for a while, and now that more and more people are going away, it's time for this new this this second crop of people to emerge. Not a hundred percent strategic from Cass, I gotta say. When she points out Spencer as like, ugh, someone I don't want to work with early on. Yeah. You know, she didn't even get back to camp and see how things would fall. Yeah. She threw it out there immediately, like just too early in my opinion he was like whoa we're starting already and it that was unnecessary to me and just not a smart strategic move i did not understand that at all and i think it had because i think she's also somebody that had to light her torch for the first time she is so i think she got a little little, little rusty i think she comes from a 
she approaches it from a place of safety. Yeah. And certainly she thought that she had the numbers and she does, she does. you know, if everybody wanted to go Spencer, she would have, yes. you know, um, or if she had if decided she had to go, to. then, you know, it's not like she's she all was alone in the perfect there. Rob Sesternino position of, yeah, I can, I can go with whoever I want. I get to pick. Yeah. And, and this decision certainly will, uh, I'm not sure if it will dictate the rest of the season, but you know, you look at somebody like Savage. I think we like can Savage. clearly see that it's episode by episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, With no real consequences so far. No one's been in a tribe long enough for those consequences to fully, finally play out. Is that a good thing or a bad thing in your opinion? I think it's a good thing because I think it becomes... Um, boring if you can see consequences for actions play out three or four tribals later mm-hmm. for instance Wu and abby seem to be two peas in the pod even though she was very vindictive and completely yeah. against him and he'd be dead to her yeah. if he wrote her name down again it, it's much more interesting when suddenly they're playing together yeah and just and she was a non-factor i mean she did she did okay in both challenges actually but she, she was did. a uh basically a non-factor she didn't have any confessional she didn't say anything and it's weird that somebody who's such a big personality would and for play her, such a small role for her and Cass to end up on the same tribe and not have that go head to head yeah that's fascinating I, I was yeah completely flabbergasted by that how did she lay low i don't understand yeah i don't know i think oh no i completely do because it's chaotic and it's not with reason she went after PG for absolutely no reason. She yeah. has no reason for going after anyone. So not going after someone is completely with, without reason as well. And I think she is somebody who, when she's ruffled, that's when she goes crazy. Yeah. Now, she's very easily ruffled. Yeah. But this time around, she's got the numbers. She's with Savage, who, who is ostensibly she is, in charge. She's still on the losing tribe. That alone would ruffle her. Why are we talking about Abby when she actually yeah, yeah, yeah. played let's, no part in this episode? Yeah, let's let's move on. So, um, uh, oh, one thing that I that I didn't finish talking about with Stephen is that you know, so he has this in depth confessional that I really liked, and then he comes into the uh, he comes into the immunity challenge, and he does great. Absolutely. Uh, one thing I liked about his very emotional confessional as well is that when paired with the montage, he is straight faced. He is mm-hmm. game face on. Yeah. And that was a very interesting dynamic to see. It does make. Yeah. Because it's like while he's talking to someone, yeah. this is what's behind it, though. He's never going to let anybody see it. Yeah. But it does make you wonder if that level of desperation, I mean, to the point that even he was surprised he was yeah. getting this emotional. You know, pushing for Joe is going to be bad news um, or could be bad news because he's he it's falling on deaf ears like. Right. He do, I don't think he realizes just how committed Jeremy is to Joe as a concept more than an actual person. Completely. But at the same time, it looks like in the next episode, the merge is happening. And at that point, everyone's gunning for Joe. And are, or are they? They Huge should be. shuffle. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's tough to say, but I do. My worry is that, as tends to happen, people are so consumed with how they, 
what went wrong last time is like, I got to make sure that doesn't happen this time. And they might push it too hard. Sure. You know, like even with Varner, we saw two potential ties and he got screwed on a tie mm-hmm. last time. And so he is not going to let that happen. And so, yeah, uh, I, I feel like this could wind up being a situation where Steven is able to certainly around the merge and he realizes I don't need Jeremy anymore to vote out Joe. I can get any number of other people. Yeah. Um, you know, I think Steven, if a merge happens soon and people like Rob Sester, well, it's going to like Cochran next episode. Yeah. Is it, it, it's tough when they in the in the uh, coming in the uh, pr- uh, next time on and they say the merge looms and I was like wait a minute what do you mean looms mm. does that mean it's going to happen or not go come yeah, on it's going to happen um, somebody like Stephen or Cochran or Rob Sesternino the merge like uh, their whole thing is like if I just make the merge I'm good yeah and it, because and, they have to get through the physical keep your tribe yes. strong part yeah to the individual now he's not a threat. Right. And now Physically. he's in a position. Right. I don't he, think people have forgotten that he knows everyone and everything sure. about Survivor. But I think he's in a position. He's in the Rob Sesternino position where he can see like Spencer's on the outs. Kelly Wentworth is like he can find everybody that doesn't really have a strong alliance and pull them together. Normally, I think I would agree with you and say that he's very good at reading everyone and where they're at. But if you were that good at it and his desperation wasn't informing his thoughts and moves, then he would have been able to see that like, oh, Jeremy's never going to want that because Jeremy needs a shield. So how do I work with Jeremy and, and still fulfill what Jeremy wants so that he's not pissed off at me? Right but still stay in the game myself and continue on with my own plan. Well, and what's interesting is that Jeremy as well is letting his actions be dictated by the previous thing, his previous season. He was seen as a very physically strong guy. So his thing is, I can't let, I can't let myself be seen as the strong guy. Steven is making a good argument. Yeah. Which is merge is coming soon. Joe's got to go. And also he's trying to, turn on us we can't have that happen. yeah all of his arguments are sound especially since that worked on jeremy last episode right but so like steven is pushing hard because of his demons mm-hmm. and his you know what's haunting him and jeremy jeremy's not listening so steven might be pushing too hard and jeremy might not, not be listening to a good argument both because they don't want to repeat past mistakes right and that is what makes this season so interesting um and it's different than both all-star seasons because those had winners in them. Right. Those had people who could make the argument of like, hey, I did great last time. But everybody here has that desperation and they could overcome it or they could try so hard to overcome it that they overplay. And that that one, that is not a narrative I was anticipating mm-hmm. uh, past episode two. But it's because becoming... Because every other gimmick has fallen away exactly and this one won't yeah because it's as it turns out it's not a gimmick for these people it's a mindset and it it goes away so quickly in the other ones because um it's not something that all 20 people have in common mm-hmm. hey like the asians the whites the blacks the hispanics well yeah. once you mix up tribes and you're on a tribe with someone of another race you don't have that gimmick in common right. anymore Throughout the entire season, everyone will have this, for better for lack of word, yeah. lack of words, like gimmick, yeah, in 
in common. Yeah, and like brains, brawn, and beauty, which actually was fairly that arbitrary. Was uh, but then you know, and you also with the with the white collar, blue collar, no collar. You had people who kept that in mind, but they used it as. But it was about grouping them together. There is no grouping together. No, it is everyone. They are on their own side, and that is it. Yeah, and it's just so. I think it comes too with the work that goes into getting voted back on, right? right? Because you're not just simply invited by by the producers and going. Yeah, they started playing the game before it even started. They were probably exhausted by the time they even got out there. Yeah. Oh, undoubtedly, it, at least socially. Yeah. Um, and then they have to reboot. You know, when you know when you think in terms of pregame alliances, it's like it was hard enough just to put this together, and now maybe it's not even happening. Um, and you have I don't to see a lot of those sticking around. Yeah, I we don't really caught hints of a lot of them, and I don't, I don't see them playing out now. Yeah, and it goes to this this uh, discussion that doesn't happen every season because it's not returning players, but the idea of pregame alliances and how how useful they might be. Um, that's a discussion that has been ha- that's being had a lot this season, and mm-hmm. I think an argument could be made that they're not that useful, except unless, of course. You have somebody who trusts you, and it turns out they shouldn't, but you can count on that trust. Like, yeah. you know, Terry and Varner had a pregame alliance, and I think Terry probably would have stuck to it, and I think Varner would have been like, good for you sticking with it. I am not going to. True. And so, um, yeah, it's been uh, the the narrative that has, I would it's not even emerged it's always been there. It just has persisted when I didn't expect it to. And it has given this much more of a story and made these characters. You know, I often talk about there is my love of film and my love of survivor. And the two don't go super well together, uh, at least culturally. Um, but this season, maybe more than others, the characters, you know, we're, t- we're talking about strong motivations and character flaws and, you know, tragic flaws and that sort of thing. The way I would about a movie character. Sure. Um, which is, of course, for me, invigorating. Um, so uh, were there any other things that jumped out at you uh, before we get to the, you know, the, the tribal council or anything? Was there anything that jumped I out at you? I'm really thrilled that they brought back the eating challenge for immunity. Yeah. That was a great throwback. They haven't done it in quite a while. Um, and I love that challenge because yeah. it's an even playing field or uneven in a different way. It's not physicality. There are only so many obstacle courses that I'm willing to watch. Right. That's a lot more fun when you can have people sit in stadium style and get crowd reactions to things. And yeah. it was great. Yeah, because that's when you have that's when a somebody like a Steven or a Cochran can do very exactly. well. And, he and did. somebody like a Joe cannot. Um and although he did as well no he didn't he, he didn't do it it was well? him versus wigglesworth and she won oh um, i forgot but uh, of course sierra oh yeah that's and it and it can put a target on somebody's back that maybe you didn't think was there at all yeah um because i feel like a person can't help that gag reflex they just can't help it they you can't know? help being uncoordinated and falling right on a slip and slide either that's yeah. the whole point yeah but it gives the opportunity for people to target other people and say like, well, they just don't have the will to do it. Right. Which now, sometimes Kimmy, you can make that argument. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so well, I don't still don't understand why she would eat a spider and not pig. 
I think because, I don't know, I think, I don't think it's a health thing. I think it has to do with the philosophy for the same reason that there are vegetarians that won't eat mammals, but they'll eat fish because uh, mm-hmm. they're animals that experience pain and experience life differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. So, uh, but Whatever. that wound up being an interesting, and not only did they bring back the eating challenge, but there have been challenges where they're not eating the same thing over and over again, but they brought back some, some old favorites like the chicken embryo. Yeah. That doesn't show up at every eating challenge, but the minute this it was up, Cambodian, right. And the minute it popped up, every viewer, you and me were like, Oh no, it's that. And the, yeah, so the, survivors. the survivers. Um, and then when the time came and Kimmy walks up, you have to like the producers have to have been like, Oh yes, we know what we're going to do here. Oh, of course. Yeah. Because they have every food under that bar. Yeah. And of course they pull out a mammal for her. Yeah. Well, they pull out the exact thing she didn't eat before. It's that exact same. It was cow brain. Cow brain. Oh, sorry. It was brain. Uh, but whatever it is, uh, it's, just the visual of, you know, 15 years later of her looking down at an animal brain, tearing up and then not eating it yeah and getting scornful looks from her teammates so that moment was pretty that was priceless yeah pretty dynamic um because you can go back on cbs and rewatch that episode in season two mm -hmm. there's nothing like seeing it again it it, that was amazing because it gives you again to go back to the narrative idea right it gives you this thing of how much has this person changed? How badly do they want it? And 15 years later, Kimmy still doesn't want it that well, bad. Which when she ate, ate the tarantula, I was like, oh, apparently she's over that. Yeah. But no. No. I overestimated Kimmy. So, yeah. It was fun and priceless to see because it had no consequences on her game. Right. It, I would have been sad for her if she had gone home because of it. I don't think I would have been. Um I'm okay with her. If they had lost, mm-hmm. I would have been okay with her going home because of that, because that's a decision that she, if it was an individual thing, that's one thing, but she's literally putting her own issues, uh, ethical or otherwise, whatever, Sure, putting them ahead of her tribe. And let's say they had lost. Then that means someone has to go home because she made that decision. Yeah. And it seems like in that situation, it should be her. I wouldn't, I would be okay with it, but I'd be sad for her. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm sad for each person that goes. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I'm pretty, you know, and again, once again, the, the, the narrative is so effective this season that anyone leaving, it makes me say, even I didn't care much about PG, but I was sad that she left. I didn't care much about Monica. I was sad. She left, you know, because they're probably not going to come two, back. Not so much, but poor woo. Let's talk about... Yeah. It seems so strange. It just seems like robbed. It seems like a medevac. Like such a blind side that he didn't have time to do anything. Yeah. And it makes me sad that like, why target him and not Savage? Completely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I, I don't Nobody's know. Nobody's targeting Jeremy either. I thought that is what Steven would come up with. But I think that's the thing is... Jeremy's a strategic thinker. He's somebody that theoretically Stephen could talk to and this person. He's a leader and strong. Yeah. He's also a threat. Yeah. And no one has talked about Savage or Jeremy. Yeah. Even though what's, what's interesting to me though, is that like 
Sierra felt Sierra personally go. offended by the way Savage was right. talking. Not Woo. Right. Um, but either way. Maybe like, she knows better. Maybe that's amateur hour. Just going after the one person yeah. who's. Yeah. And maybe, you know, he seems to be well liked, although Woo is also well liked. Um, maybe people are like, I don't want to go up against Savage. But you Woo know? Is, you know, went up against Joe in the slip and slide. Yeah. Um, reward challenge and you know slide for slide they were very equal yeah. so he is the equivalent of, of Joe f- no physically savages absolutely not yeah um, I don't know what it is I, I, I can't figure out why she didn't because t- when you think about it, it's like they could have got him out and then Wu sticks around the tribe is still fairly strong although they could have gotten who out savage sure um, I don't know or maybe not. I don't know. It's maybe Sierra is able to read maybe the room. Maybe that's too big, too early. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and maybe she could make the argument about like the merge is coming and Wu is strong and he's not really aligned with anybody except Savage. So we can hurt Savage and get rid of Wu at the same time. No problem. Right. Um, so and then in the meantime, yeah, and that's I could talk about what I feel like. Oh, wouldn't, wouldn't it be neat if this happened next time? Uh, but the next time is going to be the merge. And so I've given up on predicting what somebody should do. Yeah. Uh, especially since they keep doing these tribe swaps. Like that is one sad thing. I think about this episode is that we're not even going to get to see one more three day period with this tribe. Right. It's already over. Yeah. Like that's a bummer. W- Maybe, I would love to see more of Cass versus Spencer on the same tribe. Right. You know? Maybe the, the producers didn't like the way, the tribes swapped maybe because we lost two people we were just saying last episode that we would love for it to happen early and now it is and now we're bummed yeah and i I, because a merge is inherently dramatic we'll be happy once it happens sure but you just there's there's so much more yeah there's so much more drama than we thought i because neither of us knew about this spencer cast thing right and then once it's revealed and then we see sierra jumping into action all that and it's that's just only like, fun if Cass goes home by the way we oh, don't absolutely. want spencer to go home that's true yes um so that could also be devastating once again poor kid man spencer cannot catch a break he seems doomed in this game and yet scrambles enough to stay in it at all times and i think he is somebody who i think once the merge comes along i think he's going to do very well because now Are it's Spencer time. and Fish going to work together? I think they could, and oh, I think man, they should. They need to. And I think Spencer... Wouldn't that be an amazing final two? Because neither one of them is a golden boy. They cannot hide behind yeah. the other... Yeah, who do you vote for? They are, instance? you know, each other. I They've feel both like been accused of be playing too strategically of, I think, bugging out, as Jeremy put it. <laughs> Just not relaxing. Mm-hmm. Can't handle it. I did have a thought again, if with, with the merge not happening, then uh, with the merge happening, pardon me. Um, then this is beside the point, but I did have the thought of if they stuck with these tribes one more week mm-hmm. and I'm Spencer, mm-hmm. I feel like I go to Savage and say, you know, it's Cass who sold you out, right? Yeah. You know, and don't even mention Sierra. Cass is the one she was the flip, you know, she yeah, was the she was a deciding vote swing vote is what I'm trying to say. Um, so it's like, she's the one who sold you out. I want to work with you. Right. And then you, you get back on and then you t- 
take you you swing him against Cass, which I think he'd be willing to do at that point. Totally, because he even said, "I desperately don't want to write down Spencer's name, but you right. gotta." Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, if you're Spencer, you look at Savage and think like, oh, he told me he wanted to work with me and he clearly didn't. So, you know what? Screw him. He didn't have that visceral reaction to it, though, partly because it was coming from Cass and exactly. how you trust her. Yeah. If it was coming from anybody else, I think he'd have a bigger reaction. But, you know, you never know what she's going to do. So, um, yeah, I, as always, I mean, there are there are seasons where usually right after the merge the first episode you know after the merge is great but then there's usually two or three episodes where it They're gets a little boring. bit boring i don't see that happening this time around because i'm invested in so many people but because there's just so much potential for scrambling and drama and excitement i don't think they're going to divide into two tribes within the merge no not and at pick all pick each other apart i think that's what's going to continue to make it interesting i feel and like i hope they continue to have reward and immunity challenges yeah. I they feel like the not. biggest uh, the biggest alliances in there are like three people here yep. and there. Like yep. there are no five person alliances, to my knowledge. And they're all tied together within this web of you know this person within the three is working over here with this three as well. Yeah. And that's why going from the two tribe to the three, and then staying at three for a little while, and then back to two, it's just like whatever alliances you had at the beginning of the game are pretty much fractured at this point, um, or confused. Yeah. And yet it's still a thing that a person can play on if they want, which right. is, hey, you and I were original Bayon, like so Wentworth let's keep that and going. Joe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really interested to see, you know, what happens. And there have been some seasons where it's not that I'm not interested. It's that I'm interested to see what will happen in three weeks. Cause next because next week we can looks see boring. down the horizon. Yeah. We cannot do that here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, I think the episode went out on a nice note. Yep. Uh, talking about... That was very sweet. Yeah. Terry and Danny, and then using the opportunity to talk about, like, you know, for, for CBS and Survivor to turn this into like, hey, organ donation is a big deal. Literally, look at the an example of that, you know? Because again, Danny is a young guy, yep. and so his life was saved because of that. So We're very, organ donors. Yes, we are. Because we're good people. <laughs> Everybody, you should congratulate us. Um, or become an organ donor. There's that too. Yes. Do you want to be as good as we are? <laughs> then, uh, you know. DonateLife.org. Indeed. Um, so, okay. I think that is where we will leave it. Thank you, everybody. If you have any uh, questions or comments, you can email me, Tyler, at BattleshipPretension.com, or you can always comment uh, in the uh, post on BattleshipPretension.com for this episode. Uh you can follow us on Twitter uh, at worth playing for no O in worth. And I think that is about it. So thank you all for listening. As for the rest of you, got nothing for you. Grab your stuff, head back to camp. Bye. Bye. Bye.